Welcome to the Fire and Earth podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Groover, and we are so excited to have another phenomenal guest with us today. Alicia Kramer is here, and we're going to learn about how we can magnify our business. I'm so excited. Hey, Alicia, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are, what your background is, and what you're doing now? Sure. Well, I've been a business mindset coach for over a decade. Uh, In addition to that, I've also been a business development consultant. So I've worked with entrepreneurs on both ends of the spectrum. Obviously, as a mindset coach, I'm working more intimately with people. So I'm first first line there, you know, when they're encountering their stuff, um, I'm that confidential place where they can actually go and spill it. And then we help them shift it. And from the uh, business development side of things, I'm seeing how the unspoken mindset stuff is affecting people's business growth. So it has been, um, it's been a fun journey and it's something I'm absolutely passionate about. And hopefully we can talk about some stuff that might just, you know, shift a few things for people today. Yeah, that's so cool. So you say unspoken mindset stuff. How do you know it's there if it's, if no one tells, I mean, how do you dig and find that? Well, I specialize in that so I can see it. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's one of those, I mean, like you said, you know, it's, I, I, I think so much of what holds people back in their business is the mindset stuff. It's not the doing, it's not the funnel, it's not the website copy, it's it's so much the energy and the mindset behind it and having somebody like you in confidence, right? Because we don't want everybody to know that we don't know what we're doing, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is great. And, and, I, and I think, I mean, again, you're going to talk us through this, but sometimes just having somebody to talk to and actually verbalizing some of this stuff and getting it out of our head helps to release a lot of that stuff yeah, too. It, it's very true. A lot of people overthink it. And there are times where we have to pull out some deeper level tools. You know, we might need to use some different uh, reconditioning methods to work through some of those deeper traumas or those really sticky mindset issues that just don't seem to budge. But oftentimes, like you said, we're so acclimated to our beliefs and our expectations about things that we don't even realize when we're hitting our own self-imposed limitations. They feel natural to us. They feel normal to us. And our mind is so good at justifying them. They seem so real. And I always ask people, I say, is it a law of the universe? this belief that you have, is it a law of the universe that affects absolutely everyone, regardless of any other circumstances? If it is not a law, like the law of gravity, then it is just a belief. It is just a habit and it can be changed. Yeah. I love that you point that out because we do, we have these, you know, man is not a rational animal, man is a rationalizing animal. And we can convince ourselves of anything. We can convince ourselves that so much is true, whether it's that success or that failure, that perception of things. And we can always shift that. 
So I love that you said that if it's not a law of the universe, let's let's shift that. So someone comes to you, they have one of those things that's not a law of the universe, they're not fighting against gravity. Uh, what are the steps that you take to help them shift that perspective? The first step is always to point it out. <laughs> and oftentimes what'll happen is, and even with my clients that have been for, with me for years, so I've seen tremendous growth in them. And these people are very successful. You know, they are owners of very, um, you know, very successful companies in many cases. They're making a lot of money. They've had a lot of success. We've seen a lot of growth. They've learned a lot during our time together, but it's really easy to get sucked into those stories. And so they'll be off on their, on their, you know, tangent and really like you can feel, you can feel their energy just getting sucked right into it, you know? And I have to interrupt them. We have to break that, like, you know, just stop right there and point it out. And when it's one of those, um, one of those things that they've really been dwelling on a lot, like, you know, recently, they sometimes they they're a part of them wants to fight that a little bit, you know, a part of them wants to really hold on to that limitation. They really want to prove, no, I'm really the victim here. You know, I really can't control this. Mm -hmm. And when we actually start to look at it and we start to unravel that, a lot of times you just have to see how irrational you're actually being before the mind can start to let go of that justification. Once you get to that place, then the shift can become much, much easier. And a lot of times we have to reframe things. We have to look at mm -hmm. things differently. We have to see things from a, a completely different perspective than the way that they've been previously looking at them. And we, it's sometimes hard to do that for ourselves. It takes a lot of deliberate intent to be really, really, really honest with ourselves about the things that we're so convinced are our limitations. And you look at your life and you look at the types of results that you're getting and you can see there's probably a lot of consistent patterns. You know, if you've been consistently making about the same amount of money every year, guess what? You want to make more and chances are you probably do. You've got some type of self-imposed limitation. Yeah. And it takes someone outside of yourself. You can't see the dirt on your own face, right? So it takes somebody outside of you to go, you know, I'm noticing this thing and kind of call you on your BS a little bit. So yeah, no, it's what, as coaches, that's what we do. We look at things and go, oh, I see that thing. And then we help them get <laughs> over that thing. Jason, you look like you were about to say something. Well, cause I was going to say, you know, I mean, we're all, we're all unique, right? And we're all unique little snowflakes or whatever you want to call, right? Or we all, but, but, but what I found too, and I was wanted to see if this is true with your clients as well, is we all tend to think we're more unique than we are. And most people, you know, I mean, again, I'm guessing that there are certain themes that you tend to see in business owners. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's a certain, you know, maybe two or three, or I don't know, <clears throat> but maybe if you could kind of talk to that, what are some of the common things that we all struggle with? Because I think part of it is, you know, again, so much of the time we think we're so different than everybody else and, and, and we're probably not, I guess is, is kind of where I'm going, right? Has that been your yeah. experience? And um, I'll sometimes tell my clients when they're in that, um, in that story, your ego is an asshole. <laughs> 
because that that's the part of us that's out of alignment. That right there is telling me you've got unresolved fears, doubts, insecurities, and you're compensating for that with the puffery, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when you are seeing somebody out there being just a, a prick, right? Those people, they have oftentimes way more inner stuff than most people realize. That's why they're acting like that. It's no different than the bully out on the playground, right? The bully is the bully because he's hurting inside. Mm -hmm. And the victim is the victim because they're hurting inside. And I always say, you know, once that, once that victim changes inside of themselves, they're no longer a match to that bully. That bully can try and it's just not going to work and they'll go find somebody else who they can bully. So we as business owners, we're driven, we're motivated, we're passionate. You know, we feel called to create and that is a really, really good thing. But oftentimes what happens is we're trying to say yes to ourselves. We're trying to make things happen in our lives and in our businesses, but we're encountering, encountering all of this internal resistance. The fears that we're coming up against, the self-doubt, the mind can really easily support us with the things that we've done before. But when we are encountering something new, a new level of growth, a new thing in our business that we've never done before, there is this unknown factor. And when the subconscious mind doesn't know what to do, it's kind of like the deer in the headlight syndrome. You just freeze. It's overwhelming. There's no frame of reference. So we have to start to create that for ourselves. And we do that by learning new information, by um, reading, by having mentors, by visualizing by starting to set ourselves up for that next level of success so that our subconscious mind has a frame of reference and we'll still encounter our fears our doubts our insecurities because we all have plenty of them i mean we we're all human and we've been raised by humans and we're surrounded by humans and so there's all sorts of wacky stuff that are you know it's just part of our initial conditioning we're going to encounter those things but you have to at least set the stage for yourself to succeed by creating more of those knowns in your subconscious mind, or you'll never be willing to do the hard stuff. You'll never be willing to take that leap forward into the unknown territory. All right. Wow. Yes. I love that you're talking about the knowns and that, you know, our brain moves towards things that it's familiar with. So if we're constantly reinforcing those fears, it's just going to find more and more of that. It's going to look for that. It's going to look for the failure, which is crazy because we say we don't want it. But if that's what we're certain, you know, if that's what all we're seeing, we're going to keep moving towards that. So mm-hmm. I love this. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So we've identified, we've called it out. We're like, hey, you're doing that thing. We're trying to shift the perspective on it. What's the next step for somebody that's really stuck? Because those voices are in there. I mean, whether it's, you know, old mom stuff or old teacher stuff or, you know, how do we quiet those voices? How do you do that with people? You know, I always say you've got to be willing to do the work. It is a lot of inner work. And it is not one of those things where you go 
and you have a session one for one hour a week and you're all better. You know, I always tell clients, I don't have a magic wand. I don't get to just, you know, make all of your stuff go away instantaneously. This is about learning new ways of thinking, learning how to identify when you're hitting your blocks and your upper limits and how, what tools to use to help to shift those. And there are quite a few different tools and it's not a one size fits all. When I was a general hypnotherapist, a lot of times people would come to me and they would say, you know, well, I've tried everything, but I haven't tried hypnosis. So hopefully this is the one that's going to get it. And, you know, I started to explain to people, there's no one magic therapy. There's no one magic anything really, you know, it's about having a toolbox because just like using the analogy of building a house or fixing something in your house. Sure, great, you've got a hammer, that's gonna come in handy sometimes, but you know what? A hammer is not going to screw in that nail. So we have to have this, this um, toolbox of different mindset tools because some are gonna be more effective for certain things than others. And we wanna be empowered because we're encountering our stuff. We have to be with ourselves, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? Um, and you have to be able to shift things when it comes up because otherwise what happens is we get sucked into the current of that negativity. And I always say it's like being a hamster on a wheel. You're running, 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 spinning with this problem and you're getting nowhere except exhausted. So be willing to do the inner work. And when you start to learn these tools, understand that this isn't just a do it once in a while, this becomes a new way of thinking, a new way of being. And if you're really aspiring for a life that you truly love, you will be willing to do that because the alternative is keep doing what you've been doing. Are you where you wanna be? Do you feel the way that you wanna feel? Do you have the success that you wanna have? And more than likely the answer is no. So we all know that sucks, right? It doesn't feel good when we're struggling with problems. It doesn't feel good when we have a goal and we are not getting the result that we want. So why not take a couple seconds or a couple of minutes here and there throughout the day? And when you encounter those things, do some inner work to clear those things away, to shift those things, to reframe those problems in your own mind so that you can be more in alignment and more congruent with yourself and keep moving in the direction of what you truly want. Well, I think it's, you use the word tools too, right? And I, and I think most people listening, it's, I mean, heck, I grew up, my dad was a contractor. I got a whole garage full of tools, right? Physical tools. And I think we all understand that easy enough. Like you said, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put a screw in with a hammer except for one guy that I knew, he used to joke, you put screws in with a hammer, you take them out with a screwdriver, but that's not the normal, okay? But, but we understand that, right? Because that's familiar to us. I use a screwdriver for one thing, I use a hammer for something else. But when it comes to some of these mindset or mental things, I think people forget that there are tools just like a physical hammer that we can use 
and it is, like you said, it's not just going to a session once a week and then doing nothing in between. That doesn't help you, right? I mean, that's, that's why, again, things like talk therapy take years and years and years and years, because if you're not practicing, if you're not applying some of these things in between the sessions, you're never going to actually grow and learn, right? I mean, it'd be so like going to, going to the gym once a week for an hour and then doing nothing else in between. Right. Right. It's better than results. Yeah, you're going to get some results. It's better than nothing at all. But is it going to get you to where you really truly want to be? Probably not. I mean, unless that's all you need, right? There were always those rare occasions. And I don't really work with clients in this capacity anymore. But, you know, back when I did general hypnotherapy or I did, you know, EFT um, with clients on that more like, you know, session by session basis there would be somebody who would have one issue that was just really causing trouble for them. And they just wanted to get rid of that. They were not in a growth mindset. They didn't really care about personal development. They didn't really care about any bigger vision goals. It's like, this thing is hurting me. Please get rid of it. (laughs) And you're going to have that. And that's okay. You know, there's no judgment more than likely, they're probably not listening to this because, you know, that's not the mindset. So if you really want to aspire to create better things for yourself, you have to adopt the, that real passion for your own personal growth. You've got to be willing to do things differently than you've done them before. And that doesn't mean that you give up the things that you love. To the contrary, it means you actually love your life more. It might mean giving up the news because you're just pumping negative stuff into your subconscious. You're just bringing yourself down. But more than likely, if you're saying yes to yourself by giving up on putting negative stuff in your subconscious, you're ready for it anyway, right? You're ready for that change. And what I found is that You know, sometimes we want to hold on to things because it's old and familiar and we don't even like it. And when somebody gives us permission to just drop it, it's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's our brain would rather stay with the thing that's familiar, even if it's horrible, than risk going outside of that. You know, it's the known hell as opposed to risking going out and trying something else. So yeah, that's great. So what, what are some of your favorite tools? I'm so curious because I forgot you were a hypnotherapist. I, I, we've had so many hypnotherapists, hypnotists on the show because I do that as well. So um, other than that, what are some of your favorite tools that you bring out for some of your clients that are stuck or need that mindset shift? So, you know, I got my start in this realm. Actually, I, sh- I shouldn't say I got my start as a hypnotherapist. Um, Before that, um, I actually started as an EFT practitioner. So EFT is still a tool that I use. And that was way back in 2006, um, before it like hit the internet and was like, you know, a big thing, you know, big phenomenon. Um, And then in 2008, I got my my certification as a hypnotherapist. So I, um, you know, kind of pivoted, transitioned, and then I quickly realized that it's just one tool. And in order to really get the type of results that I wanted for my clients, we needed to be able to use multiple tools. Um, So then I started to shift from 
um, you know, just the, the tool mode, mode of, um, you know, helping people to uh, incorporating a variety of different techniques. And so I am trained in um, different types of energy work. I have studied universal laws. I have my master's degree in metaphysical science. So we bring a lot of that in to sessions. Um, and I've learned some different techniques over the years that are kind of just from experience and understanding how the subconscious mind works. So NLP is obviously a part of it. And there's a lot of different um, um, little things that kind of come into play. So releasing energy. Um, so little bits of different modalities that I've used over the years that I bring into the work that I do with my clients. And I teach them these um, I teach them the tools basically so that they can then apply them when they're needed. And a lot of this work is about what's coming up for you right now. Let's shift that with the tool that feels most appropriate right here, right now. And then let's reinforce that you're, you know, you're catching yourself when you're feeling out of alignment and getting yourself back into the right mindset. Now, I always tell my clients, this is not about just finding everything that is wrong with you and fixing it. Because like you said earlier, the more you focus on something, the more evidence you'll see of that. Our goal is to always stay focused on where we're going, on what we're wanting to create. And as we are on that path, we're going to bump up against our stuff that's when you pull out the tools. So we don't go on a deep journey of finding all of your stuff. I guarantee your stuff will come up. And when it does, it's right there at the surface and that's the easiest time to shift it. So stay focused on where we're going, using the mindset tools and techniques to visualize yourself, to feel yourself having ultimately what you want, you know, and little tools and techniques like when somebody finds themselves in any type of negative emotion doesn't matter what it is if it's fear doubt uh stress overwhelm any negative emotion you just catch yourself in that as soon as you can and you recognize well that is me basically envisioning something in my future that i don't want so it's really just a form of negative visualization when you catch yourself, you ask yourself, what would I prefer? How would I prefer that experience to be? How would I prefer to feel right now? Because by asking yourself that question, and this is pretty much widely taught now, I think Tony Robbins teaches it all the time, right? You ask a question and the mind starts to search for answers. So when you ask yourself, what would I prefer to feel? Your mind starts to reach for that. It starts to look for that. Well, I would prefer to feel confident. I would prefer to feel empowered. I would prefer to feel successful. I'd prefer to feel wonderful and energized and alive. And guess what you just did in that moment? You changed your state. You changed your mindset. Uh -huh. You've shifted from worry, right? And creating something you don't want to creating a future probability that you would much rather be in. You've raised your vibration. And you also, every time you do that, you're reconditioning that old habit of worry. You're reconditioning yourself to 
catch yourself sooner when you're feeling negative emotions and to pivot that, to shift that. That's powerful. You know, it's not just a simple, I mean, it seems like a simple little thing, but it's so powerful because if you're willing to do that throughout the day, each and every day, I mean, that's a lot of positive reconditioning that you're doing without much effort. And let's face it, it wasn't hard. And how much better do you feel? And how much more productive are you going to be? And how much more effective are you going to be at achieving your goals when you're in that more positive mindset than if you are letting yourself get pulled off of your path with the old fears, doubts, and worries? They're just old habits. That's all it is. And we need to create new empowering habits. And we do that little by little, step by step through repetition. Such a simple question. <laughs> what would I prefer simple to feel? Powerful. Yeah, it, it, it is. And it's, we forget that feelings are just warning systems. And we feel like we have to sit in that, you know, it's you touch your hand to the hot stove and you go, oh, that's hot. You don't put it there and go, wow, that's warm. That's going to hurt in a second. What's that smell? That doesn't feel good. <laughs> we, we don't do that with the physical sensation. I hope we tend to do that with the the emotional sensations though we sit in that and we wallow in that and we keep feeling it over and over again and then it reminds us of the last time we felt that and then we're, what if we feel it again and rather than simply shifting that and saying what would i like to feel instead that's brilliant i love that well it's such a subtle little nuance right because again most of the time when we're feeling those negative feelings we're going to be down at the bottom of the emotional spectrum right just the fact that you ask yourself that question moves you into a state of curiosity, which is mm. going to be higher than probably where you're currently at. So just by stopping and asking the question helps to literally yeah. move you to a different Absolutely. emotional state. Yep. And, it, and it can keep moving you progressively up that vibrational emotional scale, as long as you're willing to just keep going into it. Because as you're doing it, you're really building positive momentum right? It might just first start with that question and it might be reaching, right? You feel yourself reaching for something that feels a little bit better. It brings you up a little bit. And then you start to build more momentum on that. We know that you cannot, under most circumstances, go from a very, very low emotional state up to a very, very high emotional state. It's just too big of a, of a jump. If you're really stuck in depression and you've been in that state for a while, you're not immediately going to go into bliss. You're not. It's too big of a vibrational variance, yeah. but you can start to break it. You can start to move up just a little bit, get a little bit of relief. And even if that's the, the answer to your question, I would feel better. I would just feel a sense of relief. I would feel more peaceful. I would feel hopeful, right? And what are we doing? We're slowly moving ourselves up incrementally. You know, I sometimes like joke with my clients in sort of a, a loving but poignant way, right? You want to go from the bottom of the staircase to the top and just take one big jump. And it doesn't work that way. You have to take the steps. Now, here's the thing, right? When your mind is down here, you're thinking to yourself, oh, that's going to take so long. It's going to be so much work. No, it feels better and better every step. It's a good thing. Even if you only take that one step, it's better than being down in misery. You know, 
bring yourself up a little bit and then you can bring yourself up a little bit more. And before you know it, you're going to be so much better off. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth the time. Do the inner work. Yeah. And each step takes you closer because you're definitely not going to, it's not an escalator. You can't just stand there. You have to take the step. What did um, someone said the other day? What is the, what is the best time to plant a tree 10 years ago? What's the second best time today? You have to take the step. You can't go, oh, I should have done it then because you we can't time machine. I don't have that yet. We can't right. go back and undo that or change that. So every little incremental thing that you do leads you towards that. Right. Uh, I was telling a, I did a radio show last night and I used the example of, you know, you, you sometimes forget where you'd been. And I was working with a massage client. She was in so much pain. She, her back was so bad. She couldn't even walk around Trader Joe's. It took her like an hour and a half to shop because every five minutes she had to stop and lean on the cart. She was in so much pain and months went by and I treated her, treated her, treated her. Months went by and she showed up one day and I said, how are you? And she said, I'm so frustrated. I could only play basketball with my kids for 15 minutes last night before my back hurt. And it's so irritating, my stupid bet. And I went, well, you couldn't shop three or four months ago. I said, you played basketball for 15 minutes with your kids. Look at how far you've come. And she had to sit in that realization that, yeah, she couldn't even walk around the grocery store before. And now she's playing basketball with her kids. What a huge leap. But because she did it, she couldn't see that progress. So this is the other thing I love about coaching and doing what we all do is to remind them, but look how far you've come. Look at those amazing steps that you've taken from where you are. You can't see all that movement that you had. So I, I just, I love the, yeah, the, the, stair, the, the staircase is a good example. Well, and I'm guessing too, right, Alicia, that your clients have probably done this too, right? Where it's just like what Kathy was talking about with her client, because as business owners, we're so driven we're so focused, we're so passionate, we tend to just beat ourselves up too, right? Because again, yeah. we, we just feel like we're never enough, we're never enough, we've just never, right? And, and, and that plays into all of this stuff yeah. as well to where, you know, stopping, reflecting, looking back um, at how far we've actually come, right? Because we never accomplish what we think we can in a day but in a month or a year, we accomplish much more than we could have imagined. It's very true. Keep that, keep that <laughs> momentum true. going. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And of course, once again, I have to be the bearer of bad news. We're out of time. <laughs> we have such incredible guests. We could have these conversations all day long, but at some point we must end. Um, any final thoughts, Alicia, anything that any other tips that you need to want to throw in real quick? And then how can we reach you? Any other final thoughts from you, Jason? So uh, I would just say, you know, if you're feeling called to do something, if you're feeling inspired to do something, let's say, you know, you do have a grow, uh, a goal for growth in your business and you find that there are those feelings of maybe unworthiness or, you know, do I deserve this level of wealth? Do I deserve this level of success? Or, you know, maybe this is just as good as it's going to get for me. You know, we play that game with ourselves too. <clears throat> I just challenge you to really feel into it. When something feels aligned, when it feels right, when it feels like our inner guidance is saying yes to it, then it 
is the right thing to do. It is right for you to have it. It is right for you to create it. How much good are you to yourself, your family, the people you love, your clients, your customers, whoever, when you are saying no to that, when you're staying stuck in the status quo, really be honest with yourself because that is just a game that your mind is playing with you. If it feels like the right thing to do, if your inner guidance is saying yes to expansion and yes to growth, you will never feel whole and complete if you do not follow through on that. You will not. And you will not be of the highest service to anyone. You have to be willing to challenge that old paradigm. You have to be willing to prove to yourself by going within and feeling that, that inner guidance and, and stop playing that game. Stop playing the game with yourself. Stop limiting yourself. You have to remember you are not doing anyone any favors by playing small. If your heart is saying go big, you better do it because that's the only way you're going to be in alignment and congruent with yourself. And it's the only way that you're going to be fully of service to all of the people who need you and they need you in a higher vibration. They need you to be the best version of yourself. Does that mean that you won't have off days? Does that mean that you won't trip over your stuff? No, we all do. That's just part of learning and growing. It's just part of the journey. But if you're sitting there and you're staying stuck in your limitations, you know, you're not, you're not doing your work. You are not doing your work in the world. So you've got to be willing to be really, really honest with yourself about what you're feeling and what are you being called to do. And, and a calling is not just a spiritual thing. It's like, that is our inner guidance. That is our inner guidance saying, this is where we're supposed to go. And we've got to honor that. And then uh, to also um, just say, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, the best way to do that is through my website. It's aliciacramer.com, A-L-I-C-I-A-C-R-A-M-E-R.com. All my social media links are on there. Um, if you feel inspired, you can schedule a complimentary consultation and uh, email is there as well if anybody just wants to reach out. Well, this has been great, Alicia. And, and again, I mean, we kind of started off talking about, you know, magnify your business. And anybody who owns a business wants to magnify their business, but it, it just comes back again. Same thing I've been hearing lots, lots before. If you want to magnify your business, magnify yourself and your business will magnify, right? And it's, it's just what you said. It's, it's, it's getting more aligned. It's being willing to do the work, to actually learn the tools, implement the tools, because as we magnify ourselves and our energy, vibration, power increase, your business has to increase as well. It just, but trying to work the other way around, it just doesn't work, folks. And so, Alicia, thank you. This has been, it's been great. I've learned a lot as well myself, so. Good. Yay. And everybody reach out. I, I've known Alicia for, for ages. Uh, she does amazing stuff. So if you are feeling stuck and want to magnify yourself, your growth, your business, reach out to her. She's incredible. So thank you so much for being here. It was so thank great to you have guys. you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com.
So go out, have a great week, start implementing some of these things and uh, reach out to Alicia and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.